Hey, I'm Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly tips on how to start your beauty business. that little this meeting is being recorded thing it sounds very 80s yeah it's just really kind of I guess did we have stuff like this in the 80s probably not but (laughs) no I think that it was more of a like a male generated Mm, yeah or like Amelia says um my daughter asked if I knew anybody who was alive in the 80s I know. Like I was like, I was alive in the eighties. She was like, Oh, I said, I was actually alive in the seventies. I know it's insane. And I will tell you, I think I got this figured out. I think I had it clicked on speaker view, but I think I got it to record now gallery view. So you can see both of us talking at the same time. Oh, well that makes it even better. I know. Cause who wouldn't want to see the two of us blabbing at each other at the same time, at the same time. Your backdrops are always nicer than mine. I'm like, where's a quiet place I can do this? Oh, this room in the basement. This looks like a good place. Well, I'm able to, this is outside. I was able to do it outside. This winter, mine will not be all that amazing. Well, it might be because we have some exciting things coming. So you never know. Well, this winter though, we won't. Um, The snowstorms are gorgeous. We'll just sit out there in our little hat and gloves and. Freezing our tails off. Right. Right. Uh, well, today, what are we talking about? Well, first, we're going to let everybody know that we're going to do this one today, and then we're going to take a little break. Yeah, we've done, what did you say, 83? I think I looked, it was like 80, 78, 80, somewhere in there, podcast. Like there. Yeah. Between our lives, you know, we started over shutdown last year, so we did two a week. <clears throat> yeah, we're just going to take a little bit of a break, and we're yep. going to... Um, you know, like reinvigorate ourselves. And then we, well, and the kids start school in a couple weeks and we have to kind of get ready for all of that. We're both going on a vacation in about two weeks. So it kind of makes it a little difficult to squeeze everything. Plus we're getting ready to launch the coaching group, um, the program that launches September 1st. So if you're, if anyone's still interested, we do have a couple spots left. Um, and we've added a whole bunch of stuff like retail and like you were writing up the salon rules and client forms, client forms, client rules, uh, pricing. And then yeah. we have all the other stuff that we've always had is the budgeting and the, fi- you know, the financial stuff. So yeah. that'll all be in there too. And, um, so we're going to finalize all of that details. And then we have a couple of people on the wait list, but, we will officially launch everything to buy into it and sign yourself up in the next two weeks. So hopefully next week, but if not, it'll be two weeks for sure. And then we're going to just take a little break, get that all situated, get our little vacations done and, you know, start a new new season, start a new season and come up with some other really great stuff and kind of start a whole new chapter, if you will. Yes. Because we both have some cool stuff on our own personal side yeah. that we're doing. Yeah, we do. So, and um, yeah. Well, so today we're talking about your actual budget mm, and, my favorite. and how to protect yourself. 
Mm. So, so um, many ways. I know, right? But we're going to talk about how to protect yourself from like lawsuits. Right. Not all the other protection. There's a lot of other protection and we could really digress. Yeah, but we, today we'll just stick with how to protect yourself. Protection legally. That other problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about how to protect yourself first because I think it'd be good to end it with the budget. Yes, because it goes into the budget. Yeah. So, um, Protecting yourself, it's insurance. It's personal insurance. It's your salon. Professional insurance. Yeah, your, your personal professional insurance, stuff like that. So, you know, like if you if you are booth renting from a salon and there's a like flood or accident or somebody breaks in and vandalizes everything, the person who owns the salon does not and is not accountable for your things. Nope. You have to have renter's insurance. You have and people don't think about it when they're just renting a booth. They oh. might think about it when they're renting a space, which I think a lot of people still don't. Or well, and that depends like, a lot of times on your leases, though. Like when we leased the first building, we were required to carry. Insurance. Right. But my, the first place I booth rented from did not require it. It was no, not even brought nowhere. up. Nowhere where I booth rented required it. Nowhere. And so I just and I was lucky because. My husband's a pharmacist and he had the professional, like personal professional insurance. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that there were things that I had to insure in order to, you know, protect myself from lawsuits. Right. So, And I never really thought about it until I started doing eyelash extensions and they were like, do you have insurance? And I was like, oh shit, no. Let me get some of that. Probably a good idea. Yeah. And you guys, we live in a very litigious time. People will sue for anything. And just because they're your best friend or your best client, if you take out their eyeball, they're suing you. Well, and honestly, you know, like I, I really like all my clients. And so if I were to accidentally hurt them mm-hmm. and they couldn't work, I, you know, like that's recovering. Yeah. I would feel terrible if I could not help them out in that way because it was my fault. Right. So it wouldn't even have to be like, you're suing me. It would just be like, I, that's something that you, right. you would turn into your insurance company because they were injured and had to go to the hospital or the doctor or whatever. And of course I'd want to cover that because. And the other thing is, right. I've also found that it makes me better at what I do because I feel protected. Yeah. Like I'm just better. I'm, I feel a little freer to actually do my job the way I know, because I know that I'm protected knowing well, that I'm like, shoot, if I do mess up, I'm covered. I got this. Well, yeah, it's kind of a weight lifted. And what's kind of cool about it is um, like, you don't even realize that it's a weight that you're carrying around. No, you are totally, you know, just like going along and anything could happen. But when you are protected and you know, you're protected really quick. Is that the door behind you that was making that horrible sound? Yeah, it's my son bringing out the cooler. Well, the door might need a little WD-40. Well, what do you want? It's a sliding glass door. Little WD forty. <laughs> we don't. We don't have that. There's Hi. your son. What are you doing, Matthias? This is your entry into the podcast. <laughs> you are now on YouTube. Yeah, here he is. Hi. This Hi. is one of Heidi's sons. Yeah, he's not shy. Um. Anyway, so you don't realize that you have that pressure until you get the insurance and then you're like, Oh yeah. 
Like I, you know, cause the whole time you're afraid, you're afraid of screwing up. Like what would happen if I seriously injured someone? And if you're insured, you know exactly what would happen. Well, and a common misconception is that because you are an LLC, you're protected. Yeah. Well, you are protected. Like they're not going to come after your home if you run your LLC correctly. We'll talk about that another time. There are different, there are things you can do to make sure that your LLC works. And then there are things you will do that will poke holes in it and make sure it doesn't work. But just because you have an LLC does not mean that they still can't come ask you for money. And that is what insurance covers, covers the medical bills, the damages, any of that. The LLC just done correctly means they can't come after your home that they can come after your business, but you still have to pay them. Like they, yeah, like they, they could, you know, they can take your business, but they can't come take your house. Right. So, I wonder what they do with like 900 pounds of wax. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they could sell it somewhere. Black market. Oh, black market wax. <laughs> Cause that's what I'd like to be waxed with is black market wax. Come get me some black market wax. <laughs> Cause I don't want any professional shit. I just want the black market stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, and honestly, and there's several different kinds of insurance. Um, I, I think we carry, we carry three. Um, let's see. We carry, They're all we carry well, you carry a one over the whole salon because Heidi is the salon owner because yeah. the way it works with licensing here, one of us has to be the salon owner and one is an independent contractor because of, as we've talked about before, Heidi and I don't actually run a business together. Or and honestly, we could both be on the salon license. It's just really complicated. Right. Because we both have, like, I have an LLC. I'm actually an S corporation. Heidi does not run either, which I'm still trying to convince her to do. Um, and, but she owns the salon license. So she has the full renter's insurance over the full property. I have, you know, a, a policy of renter's insurance over the property also. And now I'm working on getting more because I just got an employee. So I want to cover more of that property. Right. So you, the, but the property that you're covering are the things that you own. Right. It is my I business cover, because I Heidi's cover, covers. I cover the whole inside of the salon. Right. But, but mine covers my property. So, so it really we're double covered. Flood, if there's a flood, my insurance would cover fixing all of the damage from a flood, but it does not cover anything personal of hers, any of her equipment or implements right. or tools well, that were ruined. And honestly, if there was a flood, it, it would cover that, but we would not have to cover the building damage. That is actually the owner's responsibility. We do not own the building we rent right now, but we would have to cover like, our any, stuff. yeah, our stuff. And, um, I think it covers like we remodeled. So I think it covers all of that too. Right. Because we did do that. So it would cover all of that. Yeah. And it just depends on your policy. So it's really sitting down with an agent and talking to them. Um, but then I have, you know, the professional insurance through the, um, a, the association of skincare professionals. I do carry that, but I also like the association. So that is why I have it through them because they have so much education and everything. Yeah. Look for that. That's because they can, they a lot of times can get you some really good deals, but you have like, so that's insurance that you cover in case something happens in the salon to one of your clients that you have done. Right. And then we have the insurance that happens if there's an accident in the salon, like someone right. fell. Right. So there's like the three different types that we carry. Right. But and you then, understand that you're, 
like if you're booth renting, the salon owner doesn't cover any of your stuff. Well, the other thing is guys, my insurance covers like, uh, I think I'm at a 25 or maybe $50,000 policy that covers that in my stuff and up to a million dollars in lawsuit. And it costs me like 260 a year. So really when you're like, Oh, I don't want to pay all this insurance. It's not a lot. I'm even upping all my insurance and it's going to be like 50 bucks a month. It is worth the peace of mind. It is worth all of it, but you are a business owner. And the way to run a business is to make sure that everyone, yourself included, your property and your clients are all protected. Well, and I, you know, honestly, you know, I pay like $42 a month. Right. So it's just not, you know, like it's, and you could, I could pay it like by the year. I just don't. Right. Like, honestly, it's just not so expensive that you don't have it. And honestly, you, if you don't have it and you don't, and you need it, you're screwed. And if you need it, or if you have it and you don't need it, then that's great. Well, I have to say, I would bet that most of you buy a coffee a week and the price of coffee anymore, you could like cut that out and buy your insurance. Yeah. So So it's just kind of, it's, I think it's, I personally think it's one of um, the most important things because it could mean losing everything for you. I'm all about setting it up as an LLC or, you know, and you don't get to an S corporation until you're at a different like financial level, setting up your LLC and your insurance, protect your assets, protect your business, protect your clients before you even start working on them. Make sure that's solid. Right. I mean, you'd love to believe that if there was this, like a, if you nicked somebody and, you know, and they were fine when they left, but then they got like gangrene later, Mm. you know, like, you'd like to think that your client would be like, well, I had the nick, but I didn't take care of it properly. But, but there's a real chance that no matter how long that person has been your client, they'll say it's your fault. Yeah. They'll say, I can't afford these hospital bills and it's your fault. If I hadn't gotten the nick in the first place, I wouldn't have gangrene. So, you know, you have to think of those things because I would love to believe that none of my clients would do that to me, but that's, I mean, well, honestly, like I said, it's like fairyland. It's la la land. Like that doesn't happen. Well, it's why I make people sign forms when they come in, knowing that waxing can lift skin. Yep. You know, people kind of freak out. And I'm like, you just have to be honest with me. I have stuff to cover it. You are covered if I lift your skin and it causes damage. I'm like, but I need you to understand that this is a, a risk you take coming in here because they also have to know there are certain risks that come in getting services done, you're getting appeal done. There are risks to that. Oh yeah. You know, your esthetician can be the best esthetician in the whole world, medical grade, everything. Your skin might just flip out. Even if she did everything correctly, you have to know, I mean, you drive a car, come on, we drive a car. We know there are inherent risks to driving a car Mm -hmm. and yet we still do it. Yeah. And so you just have to make sure that you've set everything else in place to make sure you take care of the other people. Right. And yourself. And that's all that that is. And, and you just make sure that you are sliding all of that into your budget. You can get it through your associations. You can get, you can get bundled deals. Like go to your insurance company who does your car. Most of them offer business insurance, but check around. Don't just go with your first rate either. No, you should, you should do, you know, I would say like three, at least check three. You know, ones. and I would do like, you could do the, like one that you already have insurance through 
one that you don't, and then maybe find like an association insurance and compare the three. See, but you need to make sure that when you're comparing those, you're comparing what's covered. Right. And you need to make sure that the exact same thing is covered on all of them. Yes. And then the payouts for what's covered. Make sure you're actually doing a comparison. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be every, like the, the policies have to be exactly the same. So with that being said, we'll talk budgets because that little bit amount will go into your budget. It will. And so everything we've talked about leading up to here goes into your budget, which is your financial plan. Oh no, she's stuck. Am I stuck or is she stuck? Hmm. Hmm. And to run your business. Girl. <laughs> You're so, so stuck. All over the uh, did you freeze? Did you? You look frozen right now. You are frozen right now. Did we both freeze? I don't know how this works. Hmm. 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 Weird. Anyway, I don't know if this is still recording or not, but. <clears throat> You need a strong foundation. You need a strong beginning and you know, you need to have a budget and, and budgeting is the only way that you're going to be able to run everything smoothly and be able to afford all of the things that you know that you're going to need in your business. And so like all of those things are included. <clears throat> everything, you know, like you just, you include all of that in your budget. Hi. Yeah, I think you're on mute. Okay. No, I'm not, but I got I got kicked out. I know. I talked the whole time too. Well, thank you. That was delightful. Because I was like, I don't know if this is still recording, but it is. I just got kicked out of my own meeting. Awesome. So I was just telling them, like, you have to have the strong basis and you have to put it all on a budget and you need to, it's the only way that you can run your business smoothly yep. and, and know that you're, you know, able to afford all of the things that you need. And it doesn't just include rent and supplies. It it's everything. Well, you guys, if you don't have a financial plan, if you don't have a goal, if you don't know where your money's going to go, like along with your budget, you're going to want what your goal is. I mean, we all have goals and dreams, so you want that. But if you don't have your budget, how are you going to hit these goals if you don't actually know what you're spending and what's coming in? Yeah. And yet, and a lot of you are going to go, well, I don't know what comes in every month. I don't know what's going to happen, but you will get to a point when you do know for the most time majority, but you always know what your expenses are. You will well, always know what your expenses are. And, and part of your budget for your business is paying yourself. So, well, and initially you might not be paying yourself a lot. I mean, realistically, you'll just be putting enough money into, you know, make your house payment or whatever. Right. But, but yeah. It's like there's a formula. I just, it's, I think it's like, 10, 10%, I think 70% is what you're supposed to pay yourself. But when you're paying yourself that that means like you put in your, 
it, it covers your retirement, your savings, your, so if you have a savings, if you have like a medical savings, like all of that is included in that 70%. Well, and I would bet I'm a little less. I think I pay my, I think I draw out about, and I do a paycheck, but I also do draws. I'm only at about uh, like 48, 50% because about 50% goes back into my business. And, and I, but I do have a pension through my business and I run payroll. So that payroll expense, though I get paid is a business expense, but what I draw out and just write myself checks for, and for my home stuff is about 48%, but everything else is written into my business. Right. So, you know, you may be doing 70%, but all of that stuff is covered under your business. And so I guess it just depends on how you, how you want to plan it, but you, you need to come up with some sort of formula where you pay like 10% to this and 25% to this, however you're going to do it, come up with some formula. Um, Right. Because mine does end up being about 70%, 60, 70% comes home to me, but the way it's done to be the financial bracket I'm in, I do have to do a payroll, which is then an expense, which then has to go on my business budget. Mm-hmm. because that's set. Mm-hmm. So just knowing all of these costs, everything. Yeah. And so getting a financial advisor, perfect. It's mm-hmm. something you should do. And, you know, it may not even cost you very much. No. And honestly, there's budgeting programs everywhere in our, um, the coaching program. We go over budgets extensively. We start there, we middle there and we finish there because everything we talk about other than like your client forms and stuff is money. I mean, but those kind of, but they're just not solid money. Everything else ends up in your budget. So you're going to start it. It's going to be kind of shaky. It's going to get better. And then we should have a pretty solid budget for you by the end. So if it's something you need help with, you know, join the group, join Mm -hmm. the program because we will walk you through it. We will. And, you know, and it, it does seem really scary at first, but you know, I, I think, I think that, you know, the two most important things is if you're not a money person, if this isn't your thing, then you find somebody whose thing it is because like you find your account and you find a financial advisor or a bookkeeper or however you want to do it, but you find somebody who enjoys money and enjoys numbers and enjoys doing that because I hate, I don't like it at all. Except for I have to put in a little bit there. I don't care how much you don't like it. You like making money. You have to understand some of it. Well, you have to understand it, but you you have to find someone you trust that you can work with. Right. They can do it better, but you know what's in your books. Right. You don't have to do it by yourself. It's it's something that you really dislike. You do need to know what's going on, but you don't have to do it all by yourself. No, you don't have to learn to figure it out if you hate it or you don't understand it. I have a financial advisor and I love the budgeting part. I have an accountant. I have a bookkeeper that does some of the other payroll stuff. I don't want to do payroll forms for the state. Like, that's not what I do. Like, I'm like, here's some money. Just do it. That money goes into my budget. I know what I pay them every six months to do it. I don't ever want to learn how to do the forms that go to the state. But I know every penny that comes in and out of my business. And you should know every penny. And that's just, and that's to keep your bookkeeper, your accountant, your financial advisor um, accountable. I do all my QuickBooks. And then like when taxes come, I'm like, hey, it's ready. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. So we both have access. And I'm continuously, like once a month, I go through and put everything where it's supposed to. I should go sooner, but 
I really don't have a ton that comes out of there because a lot of mine is monthly or yearly. You know, so it's even when I buy product, I try to buy it once a month mm-hmm. and I do a big order and it's done. So I'm not buying stuff every four days. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that's part of budgeting too, is coming up with a schedule and figuring out when you do need money to come, to go out and, you know, so that you don't run out of things and you don't, you know, forget things, but you're able to know that every month you have to buy such and such an amount of whatever you're using and you have the money for that because you budgeted it. Well, and guys, you're going to be on, Heidi and I are on total opposite spectrums of the love for the budget and the finance stuff. I am way over here at like a hundred and she's like at a one and it is okay to be at those spots or anywhere in the middle. You just have to know what your limitations are. And if you cannot do it, finding the right help finding someone who can help you. And if you don't have someone, cause a lot of people go, I don't have anybody. You do have people, you have us, you have the community we're building. These are all like-minded men and women who are here to make sure that you succeed. We're not competition, we're healthy competition because healthy competition makes you grow. But we are all here to make sure that we all succeed. Like we're not, cause Heidi really doesn't love it. Yet I really do. And so, you know, I will help her with it because she hates it. She has a financial advisor. She has an accountant. She has the people in place to do the things, but I didn't, I don't have to help her much anymore. She just doesn't love it, but she does it. Yeah. She knows what needs to happen. Initially, it was kind of like pulling teeth because she didn't love it, but now she's like, okay, I don't love it, but I can do it. Mm -hmm. And then she has resources. She's like, you know what? I forgot about this and this. And it's kind of like, well, it's okay. Well, it works. You know, you're good. And now we run a business together. So, you know, on that end, it's a little, she's a little lucky because I do love it. So I do take over that part, but she knows where all the money goes. Cause I'll call her and be like, Hey, I'm yeah. going to order this class. Yeah. Is, we don't you're do cool with this. Yeah. We don't do anything without the other's permission. We're not just like willy nilly doing whatever. Right. The money is still, though, I do the budgeting and the financial stuff. She understands where all the money goes and she knows where it all goes because I am like, hey, I'm doing this. She's like, why are you telling me it's $20? I'm like, because a dollar, a million dollars, it's all got to be the same. We have to stay because where do you draw the line if you draw a line? Well, that's just it. When you have a partner, things are a little different and you should know not one partner should be doing things that the other partner doesn't know about. That's just. You can't run a partnership that way. You both have That's to- how businesses get into trouble. Yeah, exactly. And so- there are some, you know, most businesses run with like a CFO, like corporation wise, but you still go to monthly meetings so that everybody understands the other person still gets all of the files. If they choose not to read it, that's on them. They still have access to everything. Like, you know, if we were to get way bigger and everything, I'm not going to call her every time I spend 20 bucks. Yeah, but no. she will get, she will have, she already has access to everything, but she would get all of the monthly, you know, financials. And that would be up to her to look at, but that's when you get to a different point. At this point, you are your person in your business. You have to look at it. Yeah. And, and it's going to make you throw up a little, cause you're going to be like, shit, I forgot this and this and this, it's going to probably take you six months to actually get a pretty solid budget. It's not going to come out to zero for a while. Because you're going to forget stuff a lot. Yeah. And then you have your associations that you can look into where I know that they have a lot of people will help you with things mm-hmm. in, in an association. So honestly, it's a really good idea to look into 
But you have Heidi and I too, who are willing to help you with whatever. And you, and you do, we are totally here. And if you just need someone to listen about your frustrations and agree with you, I'm your girl. Well, (laughs) or if you need someone to listen as you throw a big pity party and then to go, you know what? Okay. I understand, but now it's time to pick yourself up and move on. Yeah. So girls, yeah, we're here Or ladies or women or whatever we're feeling that day. Right. Or like, if you need someone to mom you a little bit, apparently we can be good at that. We do it to each other. So mom each other and we mom so it has nothing to do with age. Apparently it just has to do with having teenage children. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Cause okay. I don't think I mommed people as much when my daughter was little, like now that she's a teenager, I think I do the mom thing a little more, mostly because I'm trying to explain how to do things yeah. to someone who argues with me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's just how that works. Teenagers. Yeah. Are- and then we'll all grow out of that. And then, but we're here guys, you know, join the group. It's the confessions from a beauty business. And we're actually next week are on Wednesday at 10 AM mountain standard time. So we just finished our 12 week cycle of classes, which are like 10 to 15 minutes um, of trainings. But mm-hmm. next week we are interviewing Heidi And then the next Wednesday, we're interviewing me. And then I will also be scheduling a Zoom call that you can sign up and um, jump on to ask me any questions about waxing. Heidi has not decided the day she would like to do one for nails. She's not there yet. And I just had a few people reach out. So I was like, well, I'll just do mine that week too. Mm -hmm. So mine will be the following Wednesday, I think the 11th for my interview and as you guys likely I might do the week after that. Well, you won't because you'll be on vacation. Well, that's right. We're not doing and that. so maybe the week after. Maybe the week after. And then the week after that, I believe, no, two weeks after that is when the coaching starts. But we want to give you guys a chance to interact. So jump into the group, you know, just answer the few questions, which are super easy. Like, what do you do in the industry? Are you going to be nice to everybody and your email? Because we send out some free stuff like three times a year. So Mm -hmm. we're not going to overflow you with stuff, but it's funny because people won't answer it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so jump in there because that's going to be super fun. I'm really excited to do the live, the zoom with everybody because I've had quite a few people reaching out, like DMing me about stuff. And I'm like, you know what, let's just do this live and get everybody's questions answered Mm -hmm. and go from there because um, you know, Heidi and I both work. Well, I know right now I'm working with a couple people. Heidi has worked with, you know, some people mentoring them through the years. And um, I'm working with a couple waxers who, you know, and they all have the same questions. And I they DM me, they call me with the questions, but then I just kind of started realizing, you know, this is a real constant problem. Yeah. So and they're real common questions. So let's just get it fixed so we don't because they're little questions. So you think you feel stupid. But if you don't learn the answer to that, you can't grow. And there's no, there's really no, if you don't know, you don't know. There's no stupid questions. You just right. don't. And right. so. So I yeah, know. we're really jumping the group because the interview is going to be really fun. Hmm. Well, well, we'd love to get some feedback from you guys on the mm-hmm. podcast. And so if you could, you know, at least review us a little bit and tell us what you think. And yeah, subscribe to the channel because yep. as of right now, I know we have a ton of listeners but we have like 18 subscribers on YouTube. Granted, we're really new on there. We are very but nice. we'd love to, you know, see everybody subscribe to that because 
we do sometimes put out like, you know, our little bloopers videos when we film stuff and yeah. we're going to be refilming the whole course. Maybe not before we launch, we'll be adding stuff and then we'll refilm stuff. So there's always good bloopers when we film stuff. <laughs> Though I do have to say we've gotten 5 million times better than we were a year ago. Remember when we first did our first stuff, like in May last year, it was bad. We were exhausted. We were doing this. We had signed up for like this two day, like implementation lab that kind of helped us. We worked with a copywriter, did all this stuff. And so we're trying to read stuff and we're exhausted. We just done like eight or 10 hours of like marketing. And because it had to go virtual, they were like, okay, now go somewhere and film all this and send it to us. Well, we had signed up hoping to be in person because they would have set up all our stuff, the microphones, it would have been great. And we probably could have done it earlier in the day. So we're exhausted. I'll have to post some pictures like in the group of that year. We're both like exhausted. We look really tired. We just, and we're like, like this was terrible. Yeah. And just how much we've changed just since we filmed in August even Mm -hmm. and how much more comfortable we are on screen, Mm -hmm. but it's all learning. But I'll post some of that stuff because that was, it's actually pretty funny. It keeps popping up on my phone and I'm like, holy shit, look how different we were. Yeah. Yeah. And it's changed. And so, you know. Well, and I think the next six months are going to bring some really cool changes. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, we've got some other surprises up our sleeves, you know, for a few other things that will be coming. Yeah. I know I've got like 46 of them. I think Heidi's got, you know, like 44. <laughs> well, maybe she doesn't have as many as me because she thinks I'm crazy. Um, well, I like to do like the one thing at a time thing. So I usually like, I might have a list, but I'm only concentrating on one thing. At I'm a like, time. and then I got this and this and one of these and some of this. And Heidi's like, you're the person who will start like five different books to read. I do. I have actually like six. I've got a stack of four at my bed because one is like building up my self-confidence. One's a financial book. One's just like a poems and stuff. Cause sometimes you just need to read like two pages. So I've got some of that. And then on, that's by my bed. And then by my ta- my couch, I have a book on how to write. And then another book of like, kind of like poetry stuff. And then on my table, I've got a huge stack. Cause we're also working on some stuff on how to have, um, conversations, conversations, how to have really uncomfortable conversations and how to just have those. So I've got a stack of those and yeah, so I do, I do start a whole bunch of them cause I read through it and then I'm like, Ooh, and then I start writing and I read but, one book at a time. Oh yeah. No, no, because a lot of my books though, you have to do stuff like you do it, you, pro- you read it, you do it, you process. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, I got to process for about a week. Cause it's not a novel. If it was a novel, I wouldn't put it down. But none of mine are novels at this point. Yeah, I don't. I still just read one book at a time. See, so you guys, anywhere between one and a hundred in the like, <laughs> like crazy level, like we'll take everybody. And yeah. what's great is that we are very polar opposites on a lot of things that, you know, yeah. if you're feeling like I don't connect with Jess at all, you will probably connect with Heidi a ton, you know, or if you don't connect with Heidi, you probably connect with my, you know, level (laughs) it is not crazy it is just energetic level your energy yeah and you know so just know that we're here jump in the group we're super excited but we are going to take this little bit of a hiatus because apparently when we started this we didn't really think about how like a lot of people do seasons 
And we're just like, no, we got to get one out. We got to get one out. We got to get one out. And it's, we're kind of, we're not burnout, but we've done so much and switching to this and doing the, we just have to finish a few things and then reassess what's wanted. And, you know, with some feedback from you guys on what you'd want some podcasts to be about, we have a couple other interviews we want to line up. So be great is, you know, like if you guys could just, you know, write like in a review, what you'd like to learn about and what you are not understanding or not, you know, what you need help with. Comment on this. Comment. See it. Yeah. 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 Just make some comments because honestly, it's the only way we can know what to help you with. Yeah. Truly is if you let us know. So. Yeah. Cause otherwise we'll just babble on forever. I mean, we're kind of funny. And apparently our hair color changes a lot. I've gotten that comment a few times. They're like, I like watching you. Your hair colors change all the time. It is true. We do have different hair. Like I'm going to, on Thursday, I'm going to go get all my hair bleached. Are you? And then? Then I'll cover it with a color. Oh, okay. I just went back to like a, this really pretty brown with Mm -hmm. like some light colors. I I have purple in my hair, but what I'm thinking I want is like just a brighter like yeah. so that you can actually tell it's purple. Yeah. And we're getting ready to do some new pictures and stuff. So it was time to do a little bit of change it up again. Right. Yep. Very true. All right. So the next podcast will be out. Um, be in September. Yeah. Labor Day weekend. We may push it to the weekend after because it's Labor Day weekend. And it would be the start of the coaching court class on the first. We're going to well, do. Labor- so is Labor Day weekends the Six. Yeah. So it might not be the fifth. It might be the next weekend. We'll keep you guys posted. It'll be in the, in, on Instagram and the Facebook page and the group. Um, we'll kind of see how that one rolls out just, but it'll be one of those two weekends, but with the starting of the course, we want to do some in-person, um, not interviews, but you know, in-person calls with everybody in the class. And that's going to take up a little time because we still are both very booked with other clients so it's either going to be the sixth or that following weekend and you'll have a new podcast out. Yeah. It'll be fun. But you guys take a break. Enjoy. I know a lot of you, if you have children are getting ready to get them back to school. And once again, we don't know what that's going to look like this year. A lot of you are homeschooling or virtual, you know, you made that decision. So um, take some time, go on a vacation, get a little rest, pull your questions together and really hop in the Facebook group. We're happy to answer stuff and, Heidi's interview is going to be super fun. (laughs) Actually, both of ours will be fun. They will. I am very interesting. Yes, she is very interesting. (laughs) Well, you know, what is that? The most interesting man in the world. Heidi is the most interesting woman in the world. Yeah. We'll dig deep. You'll love it. (laughs) Great. And then actually, it just hit me. We'll have to do one with Carrie, too. We'll do an interview with Carrie after we get back from our vacation. So you guys can all get to know her a little more because Carrie does have a degree in psychology and just got into the master's program for psychology. So it is a great resource that we have here in our group that a lot of people don't get access to having someone who can talk about the mental health part of our industry. And it's so important. Mm -hmm. Very. All right, guys, we will see you in September. Bye. Bye.